Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Matt Heafy, the singer of Trivium. <laughs> it's very nice to meet you. Yeah. Monday, Monday. I was replaced by Brad Luter. That's briefly. my favourite triv- Trivium song. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> I was thinking of the word trivia in my head and I thought, I wonder what the lead singer of trivia, uh, Trivium is called. Uh, and apparently it's Matt Heafy. Is that those massive Metallica rip-off merchants? I mean, they sound exactly ev- like Metallica. I mean, isn't everyone nowadays... Yeah. I don't know. I suppose so. Uh, welcome to the Luke and Pete Show, episode 145. Shit. Bloody, where, where's the, bloody hell, where, where does the time go? We Pete? didn't celebrate the 125, like the Intercity 125. How fast do trains go nowadays? They must go faster than 125 miles an hour. Did you see uh, India? You had a go at me on Thursday, we were talking about trains. No, at least mine is pure engineering, and Admittedly, yours is about timetables. Mine was about ticketing, yeah. What was it? Ticket prices. Yeah, there's talk of um, revamping the... Um, the ticketing system, right? So it's clearer, and there's not a billion ticket available tickets available for the same routes and all that yeah. kind of stuff. <clears throat> I mean, yeah. I just wish the um, you know, if you sort of land in this country and in this country, uh, coming over here buying our train tickets, there's like three or four different um, choices when it comes to getting into yeah. town, and it's like, yeah. and, you, and you can only well, go on certain routes. And I blah, think it's blah, a big blah. issue. I think if, blah, blah, blah. If, if you're someone like you, Pete, who can afford to just swan around taking Uber execs everywhere <laughs> and never actually leave London apart from to go to the airport to fly somewhere exotic, mm. you would be forgiven for thinking that it's not a big issue for people. But I'm here talking about everyday people and their issues and I'm trying to aware. be loyal to them and show solidarity alongside my fellow brother and sister. I'm always going away. Birmingham. Actually, you can't drive, so you probably do use trains more use than me. Use trains more than everyone. Um, mm. Yeah. Apparently, I didn't know that uh, New York, uh, the New York Metro has no um, version of the Oyster card. It's all, it's all still paper. Crazy, Yeah, that would be my experience. I haven't been there for a while, but Crazy. yeah. Crazy. Yeah, we're going there later in the year, aren't we? So we'll find oh, out. Yes, we are. Um, I've got something to bring to the table, shockingly, this time oh. around. Did you see um, uh, the <laughs> something in the news uh, earlier in the week, that um, or last week, that there was a Fortnite festival? What, as in like the video as game in the Fortnite? Game. Yeah, okay. So it was called Fortnite Live, and it was a, a Fortnite game-themed event. Right. Uh, just How as- long shall we make this? <clears throat> just a day. Just as- yeah, just outside well, Norwich. that's foolish. Just outside Norwich. Um, which apparently was an absolute disaster. Why? It's a look. Everyone knows about Fire Festival, yeah, and how much of a disaster that was. 
And Jar all piping up the other day saying he wants to do it again. I said it, it would make millions. He's lucky not to be in jail, Pete. He's lucky not to so be in if, jail. If, if you are planning on doing it again, Jar, Jar. as your friends call you. Um, What's Jar Rule's biggest song? Who cares? No, no, you care, uh, baby. I'm, I'm not, not always, always there when you call. But I'm always on time. Does he sing that bit? No, I don't no, think so. I think you've transposed his voice onto the girl who sang it. Give you my Was it a shanty? Did she sing that bit? A shanty. Did Maybe. she do American Girl? A sea American shanty. <laughs> uh, no, that was, that was um, Estelle. Estelle. Yeah, Take me out and get to her to see LA. Mm. Uh, that one. Carry on. Good song. Uh. <laughs> my voice is breaking. with you. be American boy. American boy. That was, uh, what's his name, wasn't it? Bob Geldof. Bob Geldof. Yeah. They don't like Mondays, but it is Monday. Enjoy the Luke Show. <laughs> Back to the fortnight. There's this fortnight. He probably wouldn't festival. have said I don't like Mondays if he did the Luke Show. Probably, probably would. Probably his favourite day, favorite day of the week. It's next to Thursday. Before I go into this, can you tell people listening who are older than us, right, uh, or older than like 25, right, what Fortnite actually is? It's a battle royale game, and it's all colourful and that, and it's very popular because it's free to play, and all the kids love it. So you basically... And uh, it's killed Mesut Ozil's career. <laughs> yeah. Is it right you get parachuted into an island, yep. there's 100 players, mm-hmm. and it's basically the last person surviving yep. wins, right? Uh, anyway, Fortnite Live Festival just outside Norwich. Um, <laughs> I'm a PUBG guy. 2,800 people turned up. Right. So all paying all paying an amount of money, I guess. Yeah. Um, the wonderful people at Fortnite Live put on a one climbing wall... <laughs> Between 3,000 children. Right. Apparently 2,800 turned up, but someone else reported that it was 3,000 plus. Guess how many go-karts they had? Ten. Four. Four? Four that seems like That doesn't seem like enough for like a kid's party. Four, <laughs> yeah. Uh, there was a Fortnite tunnel, in quotes, which is basically a little sort of <laughs> stretchy tunnel they put underneath a uh, 4x4 truck. Fucking hell. And, um, yeah, and apparently it was altogether, altogether quite underwhelming. Is it like one of those kind of, like, um, travelling um, Christmas experiences? Basically, you yeah. See in, exactly in, like that before, Absolutely, like the, the ice, uh, the... Um, uh, winter Wonderland, yeah, the Winter Wonderland, but they're like, like, not the one in High Park. Yeah, which is like one in like shitty towns. Right? It's yeah. like um, they'll, they'll bring like an ice skating uh, rink, but it'll just be plastic, and people are just falling over. And there's and mud everywhere. It's just dreadful. But the reason I brought this particular news story to the table, a dog with antlers, is, is because yeah, it's because one parent said according to the news report, and I don't know if they said this. They're probably right. just saying it because it's a funny pun to put in there. Right. Um, Fortnite is all about hunting people down and killing them. I felt like doing that to the people who organised it. Ah, <laughs> that gave nice. me a chuckle, I'll tell you. Yeah. That's as, the so circle, funny. as the circle gets smaller. There we go. But anyway, mm. what's on the agenda for you this week, Pete Donaldson? Um, what's on the agenda for you and me and everyone? Probably my podcast, to be honest. I've, not, I've got nothing planned to You're off to Taiwan, aren't you? I'm off to Taiwan. I mean, I'm in Taiwan. What, what, what's, the, <laughs> what's the... Help a brother out here. What's Whoa. the... Because I called this Chinese Taipei recently, and that's yeah. a no-no, right? I, th- I don't think you did. I don't think you could remember Chinese Taipei. I, forgot, right. I just forgot what they called it. Yeah. Chinese Taipei, and they... Um, it's a lot of food, a lot of great food. It's a nice mishmash but of, is it, like, Is it Philippines, politically insensitive to call it Chinese Taipei? To the Taiwanese, yeah. Okay, so they, 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 they don't like that. They like they obviously thought they're their own country, and China yeah. have got their own ideas about that. Yeah, it's like um, if the Falklands was right next door. <laughs> okay, right. And what would happen if we were to send our own aircraft carrier into the South China Sea? Uh, well, I mean, I, the Chinese have got that uh, all sewn up. Well, uh, as in like a Luke and Pete show aircraft aircraft carrier. carrier. 
just, just like a party party aircraft carrier. Yeah, and instead of having a planes on the deck, it would have uh, just great chat. Just <laughs> <laughs> and you could blow it over. Yeah, after, just great chat. After war. Great chat. Complete, what would happen? Would they be upset with complete, that? Um, they'd be confused, I think, in many ways. A lot of feedback about how we'd, our, how we'd um, been afford our own aircraft carrier. <laughs> well, I just get. I mean, do you know what happens? I get decommissioned all the time, mm. so you could just probably older grab one. one. Yeah, and um, um, get a tugboat to tug it out there. My dad told me aircraft carriers take seven miles to stop, so I feel like I'm qualified to pilot it. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Just make sure when I'm seven miles out, I hit the brakes, <laughs> and we'll be fine. And don't smash into whatever's down in the South China Sea. But the way I feel about it is, as long as you don't hit land, you can do whatever you you're want. Done well, yeah. Because you're an aircraft carrier, They're, people get out of your way. <laughs> if you hit another ship, it's going to be smaller, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. And if you're an aircraft carrier, people are going to get out of the way, isn't it? You just got to get out of the way. Definitely. A yeah. um, lot of uh, interesting feedback about our priests who wear clothes chat. Right. Um, I mean, one or two people taking it a bit too seriously, I think. Yeah. Which is always the way when you when you when you. I mean, I'm not talking about the South China Sea here, but when you venture into those murky waters mm. people will will get a bit angry about the silt that's washed up the conversational silt if you're going to put a priest in a paddling pool and he's not wearing pants that might happen where are you going with that some of the moon firm where are you going with that what do you mean uh, where's the pants. paddling pool come from they're not wearing any pants tell your paddling pool story what was my paddling pool you story? got a paddling pool story uh, yes, there was a rumour that a notable celebrity had notable celebrity parties uh, where uh, a man would sit... <laughs> I can't believe I've encouraged you to do this. A man would sit in a paddling pool, a very debauched party, would sit in a paddling pool and uh, mainly the, the, the gay men of the party uh, would uh, ejaculate, be sick, piss, whatever you want, on uh, the, the chap. I forgot about that bit. I shouldn't have brought it up. The chap who would sit in the paddling pool uh, and um, he was known as the slug because he'd just be writhing around in... Yeah. in uh, I have to say, I did forget about half of that story. In, 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 in nonsense, basically. Yeah. Like, um, I mean, each to their own. Each to their own. Consenting adults I'm, and all that. I'm fairly certain it's probably one of those uh, stories that uh, people, um, you know, that people... Oh, dear. For some reason, your your Siri. When when you started telling that story, your phone came to life, Pete. Isn't I don't that know what, weird. I don't know what that says about you, it but just, it just came to life. It got excited. Are you telling the Are you telling the slug story again, Peter? Peter, are you hiding in plain sight again? <laughs> <laughs> I don't have enough room for a paddling pool. I've got um I've got a little bit of an update on a complete. Sorry about that that departure, by the way. I forgot about half that story, and mm. far be it from me to encourage you to start talking about that kind of stuff. Um, I but there we go. That's I think it's story. one of the stories that people kind of attribute to notable uh, gay celebrities uh, because uh, the, the the general um, homophobia that is, yeah. is displayed. Well, it's probably untrue, but I just quite like the image. Yeah, I bet you do. I just like his full and a man who just sits in the parliament all night getting just on, just ends the ends the party. Does he shower off? Does he take his wa- Does off. he take his work home with him? He'd have to shower off. Why? But for me, the image I've got in my mind now is. You're pissed on. You're kind of getting showered off, aren't you? Three in the morning. Him just, you know, very calmly just closing the paddling pool down. Yeah, packing it all up again. Throwing it, just taking it outside, throwing it in the flower flower beds. Saying, um, is, "When's the next one of these? <laughs> is it? Is it? Was another one? Maybe just put that in my uh, in yeah. my phone. Yeah, put it on my phone for next time. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I can't make it. Oh, so I'm gonna. Oh, no. I said, I, I, honestly, I said, well, I got, Dave can do it. I said, I got a B and Q. Yeah, I've got. I've got to be up early the next day. Yeah. Um, I think what people don't like is the fact that we don't give them warnings about that kind of content. Yeah. Oh, we don't even put explicit on the show, <laughs> do we? <laughs> we could vault fast into anything. Which I think we could probably get in trouble yeah. for. But I've got a little bit of an update um, about... Um, do you remember a while ago I told you that um, a friend of mine sent me a letter through the post saying, here's a challenge, do you want to do it? And it right. was a food 
portrait of my own face. That's right, yes. Well, the results came back and I came third. Really? Because it was really good. It looked like... Yeah, well, that's what I thought. So mm. for those of you who don't know what I'm talking about here, you need to go back and listen to an earlier episode, but I'll give you a quick price in. If you want to see the food face portrait, go on to our Twitter, which is at Luke and Pete Show. Mm. I've got a group of six friends, really, in total. Ooh. And that's yeah. it. And one of them set a challenge by sending a letter through to each of us saying, here's a challenge, do you want to do it? If so, do a food f- f- face portrait. Uh, and... Um, take a photo of it, email it to this email address and I'll get, dish out points. And I came third. Right. I was a bit disappointed. It was good. Mm. Pete, you've given me, and you're quite an artistic guy and you've given me props there. So yep. I'll take that. I'll take that as credit. Um, anyway, I came third, but then I got another one through the post right. saying, uh, do you want to accept task do you, do you number two? you kids again? <laughs> yeah. No, so it's like, it's basically a, a blatant ripoff of Taskmaster, which you can see on day, which is a, a great show and I would recommend you watch it. Anyway, the second challenge was by the end, by the 24th of February, mm. um, which is which was yesterday, but I did it in advance, um, is send the most surprising thing you can in the post to uh, my address. Right. And you can't spend more than a fiver. Right. Now, we've got not got the results back yet, but I, I, <laughs> I got in a bit of trouble for this right. with my friend's wife. Right. I, I found a quite large collection Available for four pounds eighty three with free postage for Amazon. Mm. A quite large collection of black crickets, live, live black crickets. And I sent them to nice. the house. That's good. That's great. Uh, but the problem is, apparently, they're so loud <laughs> they couldn't get any sleep. <laughs> well, so got, they in, are they still in them. their box? What are they going to do? Just release. I think them. they've taken them to the local zoo. I think to the local zoo. I think, and they and they use them. I think they feed them to the monkeys. What? Yeah. This is insanity. I know. So that's what I've been up to. So if you need to get rid of some crickets, just take them to the zoo. Well, I read the reason, part of the reason I sent them is because I saw that... Uh, let's, not, let, let's make this very clear. This is a cricket-based genocide perpetrated by one Luke Moore. Well, it sort of You're is. You're sending them to it. But to the reason deaths. they're available to be purchased anyway is to be fed to lizards and stuff like that. Right. Um, but I, about, uh, this is going to take another bit of a turn. I'm Needless. sorry, but I know people are looking to Pete for this sort of weird stuff. But I wouldn't do this. About a year and a half ago, I saw, I happened across the um, Amazon wish list mm. of Monkey World in Dorset. Do you know about Monkey World? Yeah. It's a monkey sanctuary. Okay. They rescue monkeys from all over the world and they look after them and with a view to hopefully get them back into the wild again. Mm. And the monkeys in Monkey World are their own Amazon wish list. Right, <laughs> okay. And one of the things... Typewriters. At the top of the... <laughs> Top of the list of their wish list was um, was crickets. We want crickets. Yeah, because that's one of their favourite snacks. I reckon their favourite snacks the idea would from. be like chocolate or something. <laughs> Guaranteed, it would be something incredibly unhealthy. But yeah, crickets. Do they chase uh, them around and eat them? I, get, I think they do. Yeah. Oh. I'm sorry if people feel a little bit upset at the idea that animals eat insects. But I mean, there's not really much I can do. I haven't seen our facilities there. There's not much I can do. Well, I could not send them, I guess. But, <laughs> but, I mean, monkeys are still going to eat insects. Aren't yeah. They? Anyway, that's that a would be a real problem. That would be like kind of bequeath. Um, my mate is incredible. I think I've said this on the show before, but uh, as I have pretty much everything else I've, I see on the show, uh, my friend is genuinely paralysed with fear that at some point in his life, someone is going to bequeath him a boat. Right. Why? Mooring fees, upkeep. He, he's just genuinely scared someone's going to bequeath him a boat. A few of my friends bought a boat. I'll tell you about that. No. A few of my friends bought a boat way back in the day because I grew up next to the mm. coast, obviously. And um, so 
I was there when the conversation was happening. I didn't actually partake in the uh, in the purchase, but no, um, I was there. Thinking about crickets, mate. There was um, people were smoking weed. There was ideas knocking about. We were at a stage when none of us had um, our own house or our own place to stay, and, mm. um, and we couldn't. Um, we were all living with our parents, and we couldn't afford our own place. And um, we could afford a bought. Well, no, that's the thing. <laughs> so the bo- three of the boys, they all put their money together, mm. and they they bought a boat called Club Lang. Right, and they painted Club of Lang and the Club of Lang, of course, Mr. T's character in Rocky Two, Two, I think. They painted a boxing glove on the side, <laughs> and they said, "What we're going to do is we're going to go out and Club of Lang out into the sea, mm. anchor, and if we want to have a beer or smoke some weed, we can do it out there. And no one's going to bother us." I don't think it ever went out. I think, I think, I think they, I think they it just always just stayed in. They visited it a couple of times, uh, and then about three or four months after the idea sort of wore off. They thought, oh shit, what about that boat? Went back and then paid the mooring fee, so it just got taken away. I mean, wow. You must be able to buy boats quite cheap from people it was that and take them away. I think it was like a couple of grand. Yeah. It wasn't that much in the first place. I just, anyway. It's just very, I don't know, it's just a pain in the arse, isn't it? Absolute pain in the arse on a boat. Not if it's an aircraft carrier, mate. As we've already <laughs> discussed. Right, let's go, and do some, let's go and have a break and then we'll do some emails. All right then, let's do that. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's stamps.com, code PROGRAM. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. How to make a long egg. Hickoks in the house. Um, hello at LukeandPeteShow.com. Vocal Fry. To get in touch. Is that is that Sarah Koenig from Serial there? Vocal Fry. She doesn't do Vocal Fry, does she? I think so, yeah. Nah, she's, you got to be like a, You're not doing it right. you got to be like so, a total uh, valley girl. And, uh, no, but you're doing it wrong because the Vocal Fry, it only happens at the end of a sentence. Oh my God. So they talk like this and then they go, it's just, I just didn't really know what I was doing. <laughs> <laughs> Right, uh, and I'm like, right, okay. And also, the other thing they also do on those American shows, oh they, they go, um, a lot of these conversations happen. I've been harpooned. Some person goes, some person goes. So what I did is I, um, I uh, took the car out from the garage, and I drove it down to the Best Buy. And then the presenter will go, so you took the car out of the garage, and you drove it down to the Best Buy. 
Yeah, I took the car out of the garage and I drove down to Best Buy. And then, the, and then the, the presenter would just go, huh. <laughs> and that is responsible for 20 to 25% of the runtime of every single American serial-based, series-based podcast. Mm. If you took all that out, each episode would be about 15 minutes long. I'm Somebody recommended. It's not premium content like this, and that's what angers me. Oh, God, we use our time so effectively talking yeah. about murdering crickets. Um, <laughs> the 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 block, uh, the um, wide-shouldered block next door. Uh, he recommended a podcast to me about the fall of the Shah uh, in Iran. Uh, a BBC. Oh, I've heard about kind this. Yeah. Is it only available on BBC Sounds? Because I'm not here for that. Ah, it's a podcast. I'm not recommending it because I didn't particularly enjoy it. Can you, I didn't um, know on it. I, I just thought <laughs> I'm not on it. It's just uh, it's a it's a, a dramatization of the fall of the Shah. Um, but some of the writing, man, like she goes, uh, "Hello, Dot." Like I know you. I know in like TV and film, um, you sure don't tell. Is that right? Sure yeah, always show. Yeah, I, sure I think that's. But for me, and this goes against. This is anathema to this show. It's a different type of show. This one, but for me, in everything, show don't tell. Yeah. Don't no expositional stuff. It's, yeah. it's rubbish. It doesn't. It's but nowhere near as good. In, in audio dramas, you kind of have to tell a bit more. Um, but, yeah, but. It's just the way they do it. So ham-fisted. Hello, my da- like he wakes up and, and his his daughter's arrived. This is not like, fiction, by the way, no? It's not uh, audio drama. It's an audio drama. It's audio drama. It's audio drama. Oh, it's audio like, drama yeah. about the fall of the yeah. Shah. So it's so set, like, on, set on the hill. Hello, my, hello, my daughter. And I'm like, oh, fuck's sake. And then he's like, I've made some tea and uh, you have bread and uh, Iranian honey. And it's like, we're in Iran. You yeah. wouldn't say Iranian honey. <laughs> <laughs> we have Iranian honey. <laughs> All right, mate, we got London jam. <laughs> Enjoy it. Oh, I can't wait to drink some of that English orange English juice. English orange juice. <laughs> You're thinking about a cafe again, aren't you? Yeah, but unless, unless he, um, unless, see, I don't know. Iranian honey might be a specific type of honey. I know, honey but still, really it good. just sounds ham fisted. honey. English hand fisted. <sighs> anyway, um, <laughs> we're actually technically, Pete, we're in the email section of this show. Whoa. I'm, I'm going to start with. <laughs> This is quite... So I debated about whether to read this email or not. Okay. And I've decided that I'm going to. Mm. But I think... I don't know if this is problematic and a bit troubling. And I want you, Pete, of all people, to be... Do you really think... Arbiter. No, I think you should the be Donny the Donnie Barometer yeah, I think is, you uh, is really in operation? You had what I would describe as a troubled childhood um, in, in a safe environment. Uh, yeah, but it was the trouble I brought on myself. I know, fine. But I'm not suggesting your parents didn't want anything other than excellent. I love your parents. Uh, right. They've produced you, and that's good enough for me. I've made... To be honest, if you're listening, um, is your mum's name Helen? No, my sister's name is Helen. So what's your mum's name? Christine. Christine and Stuart, if you're listening, I've made a pretty penny off your son. So, <laughs> listen, we're all on the same team here, okay? Off your son. But um, you are a man to, I Best think, to be... sex the, worker and so on. To be the arbiter. <laughs> Of Love to see as a pimp. This is problematic or not. So it's from right. Tony. I won't use his full name. Yo, Tony. Tony. He says, Tony. He says, hello, boys. Huge fan of um, of uh, Radio Stakhanov. I do a mini celebration when a new episode of any of the Holy Trinity, the Football Ramble, On the Continent, or Luke and Pete show, uh, light up on my screen. Way back, you had a discussion about little lies parents told to their kids. Mm. And it reminded me of something my father used to do. My father was in Fleetwood Mac. It wasn't quite a lie, and it is a little dark, so I kept it to myself. However, when Pete started talking about horse blowjobs, I felt the zeitgeist had grown dark enough. Okay. It's nothing sexual. I just realised the apparent uh, path I was leading you down. He says, anyway, before football as a kid, 
my father used to think that we were sometimes too sleepy. Right. <laughs> so I guess they're getting up to play a football game as kids in their, in their kids' football team. He would sometimes think we were too sleepy. So he would fill the sink with cold water, chase us down and dunk our heads in it. Wow. I always insisted that the inevitable pursuit through the house was enough to wake us up, but he persisted. Isn't this weird? I'm wondering if anyone else experienced something similar growing up. Cheers, Tony. Um, yeah. Dads are weird, aren't they? Um, uh, it's, it's effectively like a morning waterboarding, isn't it? Really, something I'm going to dunk your head in. It reminds me of that scene in Lock, Stock and Two Smoking Barrels with Barry the Baptist. Are you going to fucking pay? Are you going to fucking pay? <laughs> I'm sure it was meant with love. In fact, I'm certain it was. Yeah. And it, the intentions were pure and honourable. But, but is that something, given these days that I don't know, if, a lot of my friends have got children. I don't know any of them mm. who will deliver any sort of corporal punishments, slap the back of the legs, mm. slap their bum. No, none of that happens now. Yeah. So... I'm, let's assume Tony is around our age. Mm. I don't know. Would would you have thought that was weird when you were younger? Uh, I wouldn't have thought it was weird when I was younger. But now you sort of go, aren't, again, aren't dads weird? But they're just normal guys like us. Bit of fun. Is it problematic? Where, uh, probably in this day and age, <laughs> things have changed so much. Hello at LukeandPeacher.com if you have an opinion on that. I I, think. One, of, one of my earliest memories was um, we had like a kind of hoity-toity next-door neighbour who Did thought really? they were better. What made, them, a... what made them like that? Well, I tell you what, recently I looked at how much their fucking house is worth and it's 40 grand. So, you know. But what did they do to make you think next... about that? Think they were that just very kind of like, you know, looking down their nose at you and stuff and they had like a nicer garden than us and they'd, you know, whinge about and my dad like banging away in the shed or whatever. They were just a bit what, arsy. What was he they doing? Were, they, they would have like little parties and they'd look over and, oh, what's going on? What jobs did they have? Um, I, I mean, it was a terraced house in Hartlepool. It can't But one of the house. most snobby people that you get in, because we had a similar upbringing mm. in terms of, I lived, grew up in a terraced house in, in Gosport, which is, you know, I mean, the house price is probably more expensive, but that's because mm. it's in the South. It was very similar. Mm. Uh, and the people in my experience who are the most snobby, the ones who think they're the dog's, dog's bollocks, yeah, yeah. like like t- a teacher or something, or a in, where I come from, it'd be a naval officer. It's like what they say, they, they sort of have a... Um, they they always say on air, airport airports on airplanes like the um upper class deck lovely people I bet yeah um the 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 coach fine it's the people who are in uh, business who, yeah. who think they're you know and I can I can I think you can transpose that across to famous people right so you have people um who are really famous and mm. we've had we we've had I mean obviously I'm not trying to show off and I won't name them because to save embarrassment but we've had very famous people in this office right? and they've always been so nice very mm-hmm. humble very business like head down get on with it mm. because I think they've got a grasp that a grasp of the idea that it's important that, that, that it, it, other people's encounters with them are, are positive ones. You're always on when you're that famous. Exactly. But then you get people, and the worst people, and I've experienced this, the worst people are the sort of reality show type people who think mm. they're much more famous than they are. So I reckon it's the same principle. Mm. But anyway, carry on. It's always like imposters. I, I would always feel like a bloody imposter. I just remember my dad, uh, we were outside in the garden, I was helping him with something, uh, but I was in my vest and shirt. Sorry, vest and pants. I was just in, these oh, little... in my mind, and little... in every listener's mind, you, as a kid, you were always in your vest and pants. <laughs> but I was just in my vest and pants, and my dad took one look at me, laughed, and then ran in the house and locked the door. So I was in the garden, just in my Love pants that. and vest. Love that. And... That's, that's great dad behaviour. Yeah, but I was like... Is it abusive, possibly? Is it abusive, possibly? But I was like... Is it cold? But I... No, no, it's fine. <laughs> but I was just so... I was just like, 
Ugh. I mean, I was already in the garden in my vest and pants. That's the thing. Like, it wasn't like my dad had to manhandle me to get me out of there. Yeah. But then I suddenly felt incredibly exposed and I started crying. I go, let me in! Ah! And started screaming. And the hoity-toity uh, mum next door looked over the fence and went, oh, Pete, are you okay? And, and it just basically looked like an abuse situation. Yeah. <laughs> um, what happened at the end? Well, my dad let me in. He said, well, you've made a real prick of us, haven't you? You made a look... <laughs> Back then, though, like, you know... Your dad were... was angry with you? Yeah, because I'd been... Because you, you grafted him up. I'd had the screaming abdabs and, you know... Just you grafted kind of, him up, I'd grafted him up. Yeah. Child lad. Who's to blame maybe. there, though? Ultimately, um, 100% your dad. Who's to blame that, yeah. And a culture of organised uh, paedophile rings. <laughs> For goodness sake. For goodness sake. You know, I, I can remember a similar situation, Re, my parents... Um... Parents in the 80s were so scared of Chiland and having their kids taken away from them. Oh, oh, mine certainly were, anyway. I don't know what had gone on. I don't think mine were. <laughs> because I can remember having a tantrum. We went for a walk somewhere. I can't remember where it was. But we went for a walk on, like, I don't know, like a Saturday afternoon or whatever. And uh, I was being a little dickhead. Mm. Uh, and I was throwing uh, sticks at people and mm. all that kind of stuff. And uh, I was walking off on my own, my parents telling me not to go too far away, all that kind of stuff. And I was probably, I don't know how old I was, probably about seven or eight. And um, I th- at one point, they obviously, made, my sister's a lot younger than me, she's five mm. years younger, so she would have just been toddling along. Yeah. And so she would have had no say in it. And I think at one point when I walked too far off, my parents just hid. Yeah. They just hid in Brilliant. the trees. Classic joke, yeah. Yeah. And so I turned around. I was well, like, I'll have to set up camp now. Oh, I'm not so brave. Instantly, I'm not brave because <laughs> now my parents aren't there. What am I going to do? I think I just ended up crying. Oh. But I can absolutely imagine a situation where another family would come along and be like, are you okay? But they, <laughs> they didn't. My mum yeah. and dad just jumped out and were like, well, that'll teach you for that. Yeah. In many ways, that's why I've got uh, commitment issues <laughs> now. Still wet the bed. And I always feel lonely mm. and I wet the bed and um, I can't do any of this stuff without a safety net. <laughs> And you are the safety net, Pete. So it makes yeah. me feel better to... See uh, a man worse than you. Well, you filled the blanks in there. I wasn't actually going to say oh, yeah. that, but we'll, we'll go with that, shall we? I'm going to dunk your head in a sink. That feels like an entirely depressing way to end this show. <laughs> <laughs> well, there it's we been go. emotional. It's been cathartic. Yeah. Uh, it's helped you and me outlook immensely. If you want to get in touch with the show, it's uh, hello at lukeandpeteshow.com. We do love hearing from people. I, 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 I mean, I, that's the main reason why we do this. Yeah, to we find people worse off than us. Horrible stories. <laughs> Some people are much better off than us. Hmm. We haven't had any information about a Faberge egg yet. No. So do get in touch Anybody on that front. Anybody knows anyone with a Faberge egg or has seen a Faberge egg in someone's house? Yeah. Um, they're useless fucking things, aren't they? They're un- unattractive. Is it God's way of sh- showing you you've got too much money? Possibly, I don't know. Yeah. Possibly. Speaking of that, please, if you are of, of the religious bent, more power to you. But please don't get in touch and tell me I'm wrong talking about religious leaders clothing mm. because uh, it's, it's a frivolous comment yeah. it's, a, it's a bit of a joke I believe you should be able to joke about everything mm. uh, and I've joked about that I don't think God would mind yeah. personally I think he's got other stuff on yeah. <laughs> and uh, if you are of the Christian he's persuasion you'll have, to, you'll have to forgive me which apparently I'm led to believe is a cornerstone of the faith so we should be okay yeah Hello at lucapeach.com. Great to talk to you as ever. Pete, it's been a pleasure being in your company. Um, we'll be back on uh, Thursday for more of this. The final day of February. Can it really be that already? Jesus. See you later. Sorry for saying Jesus. <laughs> I mean, he made volcanoes. They're fucking ridiculous, aren't they? And tectonic plates. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. 
Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program.